The Philadelphia 76ers lose a tough game against the Jazz last night on their home floor. Today, we discuss the current state of the Sixers, and it is time to get some things off our chest about where this team really stands at this point in time. Let's go. Perfect. Perfect. What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome back on into the show. Like always, hit the thumbs up for your boy. We're continuing to grow the family. I appreciate it. Hit the subscribe if you're new and hit the bell so you get all the notifications when we drop content or go live. Today, we're back and last night was really tough. You know, the Sixers going up against, by the way, a really good team in the Utah Jazz, at least in the regular season. They are they are filled with snipers and they're just a talented squad from the bottom to the top, man. Um, and they came in and completely ran us off our home floor. And, you know, it was close for about half of the game. And then Utah just kind of pulled away and just did their thing. Um, and going, you know, with the common theme of the last couple games, it's just been struggles, struggles and struggles. And I know the Sixers were on a three-game win streak. They had a great win against Atlanta in comeback fashion in the ATL last Friday. But then the couple games after that, they struggled against a depleted Hornets squad who was missing a ton of players. Um, and then we go up against a team like Utah, and it kind of sets a benchmark as to where this team is at. Now, you know, again, these are my personal thoughts and opinions, and I'm going to give my honest truth about where we're at. But, you know, like always, I enjoy hearing all of the thoughts and opinions. That's what this, you know, channel is for. And, and I would love to hear your thoughts about where the Sixers currently stand down below in the comments. But anyway, let me just go ahead and get into this. It's going to be more of an informal thing I woke up today, and I'm not feeling too hot about this team right now. I'm not, and there's a few reasons for that. Number one, I'm watching Joel Embiid go through the motions, and, you know, it seems like he's finally getting back to MVP form. Again, another great game from him last night. I know he missed some time, but he still had 19-9, and and he had a pretty good game. Now, that follows up a couple other great games, and I'm watching him out there on the floor, and I'm watching his usage rate go through the roof there's, there's so much that Joel Embiid has to do just for us to maintain our place in a game. And that that even provides more worries about this entire season in terms of him staying healthy and then, you know, just trying to get him in that right groove where he doesn't have to do literally everything to put this team on his back. But you know what? He needs some help, man. He needs some help immediately. And it obviously that's going to come back to this whole 2-5 situation, which is definitely a doozy right now. But even the guys that are here, man, we need more production, efficient production out of who we have. Now, when you talk about the 2-5 situation, obviously it's crazy that this is still going on. By the way, um, the NBA trade deadline is two months from today. And obviously on December 15th, which is in five days, guys can get traded even if they were signed in the offseason. So these next two months are going to determine a lot about where our team stands going forward as a franchise. And it's a tough situation. You know, we talk about the fact that um, the, the Sixers have kind of won this battle where it's like, you know, he has to either come back or something has to get uh, agreed to or negotiated between Rich Paul and Daryl Moore in the NBA. I'm surprised the NBA hasn't stepped in yet. If this was a team like the Lakers, of course they would have stepped in by now. Um but yeah, it's a tough situation, and I know there's this reactionary tale here going on where it's, oh, trade him today, trade him today. But if you're Daryl Morey, again, you have to look at the future of this team because, you know, say you get back two role players or a, a fringe starter that doesn't even provide as much value as 2-5 used to bring, 
then at that point, you're pretty much conceding. Look at how Tobias Harris is playing right now, right? You know, he's been producing, putting up his 18, 20 a game, but it doesn't really seem that efficient. Tyrese Maxey has had to defer to a, a lesser role, and he just doesn't look comfortable yet in the offense with Tobias Harris and Joel Embiid in there. So there's a lot of issues. And if you don't get back an impact player, where does this team go towards the future? Honestly, if you want the honest truth, it, it seems like we could be headed for a retool if we don't hit right on this trade, if we don't hit the right mark. But anyway, you know, that situation is obviously going to derail this team. And, and I think we've all said that, right? This team is not a contender until we get that final piece and see what happens with this roster. Unfortunately, 2-5 hasn't been able to handle business like a man, come back, work something out, and the team and him are just at a standstill. It, I'm telling you, they're not. there's nothing that's going to happen between now and the trade deadline. I don't see them coming back. I think this is just going to stay like this. And I've said before, if this continues beyond the trade deadline and it goes for an entire year, then we have some serious conversations to talk about. As of now, all we can really do is hope that Daryl Morey gets something done. As it relates, though, to the current team, I'm getting tired of not just, just struggling in games, but here's my thing. Now, I put more stock into the regular season than most people do. I think, you know, even though it doesn't matter, you know, more than 75 80%, what matters is that you develop your identity, your team meshes together, you find that chemistry, and at the end of the day, you get ready for the long journey of the playoffs and trying to get to the finals. But more so, what I am pissed off right now about is the fact that I don't see adjustments. I don't see adjustments. I, I feel like even though we are shorthanded, we have a hole in our roster, we get all that, right? All that's given. We don't adjust. We don't adjust. We I watch the same thing every night. I watch Joel Embiid get run into the ground, and he, you know, he pretty much shoulders the weight of this team for half of a game, three quarters keeps us in it, but we end up just dying out. We don't have enough production. Now, Tobias Harris, like I said, is averaging 19 on the season. He's. It feels like those are quiet points. They don't seem too efficient. And I'm seeing way, again, way too much isolation Tobias Harris ball, and it's just taking away opportunities, and I feel like he's being asked to step into a higher role than he's supposed to. Because, again, all he is is a third option. That's it. He's not a, a solidified second option by any means. Then you got Tyrese Maxey, who seems uncomfortable with, with this squad right now. He's back to taking five, seven shot attempts a game. He's not driving. He's not getting to the rim. And I, I just don't I don't understand why things have drastically changed. Now, here, here's where I was wrong. I expected when this team came back from COVID and injuries and all, I thought they were going to go on a tear because – the sample size we had saw, which was an 8-2 and two start, and this team was really playing together, you know, I, I thought this team was going to make a, a bit of a run coming back. But the fact of the matter is that they have not. Guys are, are very inconsistent, and this team just doesn't seem to be meshing together. They need more help. And I'm tired of seeing a star like Joel Embiid get neglected like this. It, it's just not good for the brand of basketball, for the Sixers organization, and, and just anything. We can't waste this guy, and I'm just tired of seeing it. You know, Seth Curry goes for 18 one game, and then he's not not even existing in the offense the next game. I don't understand why. And you know what? I've been saying this for weeks. Doc needs to provide a spark. Something needs to happen. 
Something out of the ordinary, right? Now, I said maybe start Isaiah Joe. Something needs to happen. Danny Green's given you absolutely nothing 25 games into a season. It's just not good. We're a third of the way through. You got to give us something or you got to sit down, right? And that's another thing, this bench. Oh, my gosh, man. They, you know, it's time to start ripping them again. It is because they're way too inconsistent, and it's the same players for the last four years with the exception of a few. Drummond has a good game, and then he looks not even engaged. George Niang has been our probably our most consistent bench player, and even he struggles sometimes. Now, I do enjoy his production. He's shooting well, but the problem is that our shooters are not shooting. Even Tobias Harris is shooting 29% from three. Furkan, 28% from three. It's just not good. It's just not good enough, man. Shake Milton, 33% from three. I, meanwhile, Isaiah Joe doesn't even get the play, man. It's it's not good. Thibel hasn't taken a step offensively. And our bench was was a main contributor as to why this team was so good early in the season. But Furkan Korkmaz has hit what? I think it's five of his last like 30 shots or, or five of his last 26 threes or something like that. You know, he's not shooting well. Shake Milton isn't really involved. He's there a couple games and he's not. Thibel can't take a step offensively, and it's just we don't have enough production as an entire unit on this team. And, and as it relates to Doc, I don't understand. You've been through so many different things, and you do the same things. You do the same things. You, you bring in the bench lineup, all bench lineup at the end of the first quarter. You bring them in at the beginning of the fourth quarter. You do the same things every night. This is what I'm talking about. There's no adjustments. Why not, you know, Try to try to wiggle things around, make things work, make things fit in different places. You know, why? Why? Why not try to configure something here that's going to work? You have to change things up. You can't be stuck in your ways. And that's what it feels like right now. And the honest truth of it is that until this 2-5 situation is figured out, and who knows what's going to happen with Tobias Harris, but 2-5 is the main thing right now. We need to get a player back. We need, And honestly, if you want the honest truth, as I've been saying you know, for five months now, we need another star. We need another dominant ball handler guy that can create a shot and can get us a bucket and can get us 25 a night at least because Tobias Harris will never be that. He has hit his peak. I appreciate what he does, but he's not that guy. Maybe Maxie can be that guy, but he can't do it in this offense with it, with how it's structured right now and with, with the lack of adjusting from the coach. So there's a lot of issues with this team. Um, all we can hope for right now is that they stay afloat, and all we can hope for is that the right piece opens up. But honestly, it's getting worrisome with two months to go and, and kind of feeling like we have to rely on the right move to open up. That's a, that's a big risk. That's a big gamble. And, um, you know, we got to make something happen here because we, we've kind of just hit a wall, and we're a very dry team right now. And that's just how I feel. That's just how I feel. So the honest truth of it is – who knows what this team's going to look like in two months, but unless we make something big happen, it's not looking promising. It's not. And I'm calling for all these guys to step up, get energized, do something. When, when things are clicking, they look fired up. We need that. We need more of that. How about you go win a tough game against the Warriors tomorrow night? Do something crazy, man. We got a tough four or five games coming up here. It could get ugly. We got to stay engaged. We got to stay locked in. Um, we need some adjustments. We need a spark on this team. And that's just how I feel, man. But, yo, those are just all my thoughts. I want to hear from you down below in the comments section. Give me all your thoughts. Like always, appreciate you guys for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And I will catch you on the next one. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.